0: You're listening to. Whoa! Pot La Cotta!
1: Welcome to Marvel Makeup.
0: I'm Quincy. And I'm Kay. And this is a podcast where I teach Quincy a little bit about Marvel.
1: And I teach Kay a little bit about makeup. Watch out. There are
0: MCU spoilers ahead. Um, also,
1: maybe listen. I realize we've been saying watch out for the whole time. And this is a podcast.
0: <laughs> L- yeah. Listen up.
1: Spoilers ahead.
0: <laughs> listen up. Spoilers ahead. Uh, because this is a recap of phase three episode. Um we have come to the end of phase three. We've lived through the end game, the Infinity War, through the the last phase of the Infinity Saga, which you know is actually double the amount of movies um, of phase one and phase two. So it's the amount of movies of phase one and phase two combined.
1: We and um, Captain Marvel.
0: Yep. And just to review the movie. Wait time in- out.
1: By the way, for those of you, Of you, you guys probably don't know this for our logo when we were designing our logo. Uh, Kate asked her logo be inspired by Captain Marvel, and I remember being like, Oh, I didn't know there was a Captain Marvel that was a woman, and I finally got to meet her in this phase,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, because she was one of the movies in uh phase three. Mm -hmm. Um, and just to review in phase three, the movies are Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange guardians of the galaxy volume two spider-man homecoming thor ragnarok black panther avengers infinity war ant-man and the wasp captain marvel avengers endgame and spider-man far from home so um quincy what stands out to you from phase three highlights low lights favorites um what was your what was how was the journey of phase three for you
1: uh I want to say nothing (laughs) mostly because there's like as you were going through it was like oh yeah oh yeah it was such a dense but like I don't mean nothing in a bad way I mean like nothing in a great way because everything was so it was so dense right like I feel like I just ate an encyclopedia of Marvel content right Mm -hmm. and like there was just so many Juicy, good stuff. Like, I forgot that Doctor Strange was part of phase three. I forgot that, um, what is it? Ant-Man and the Wasp was in it. Like, you know, and Black, Black Panther's a part of this. We get two volumes, or not two volumes, but it feels like two volumes to me because we broke it up when we watched it. Mm-hmm. So It feels even more dense. Um, I think just, like, it, it rounded everything out right like all the storylines get paid off um I thought especially towards the end I love that they didn't start all bright and poppy especially with um endgame I think we talked about this in our podcast that it starts low and it stays low yeah which I really loved
0: yeah for me endgame was the most dramatic of all the movies in i would say the mcu because you're coming in at the you know with the ramifications of affinity war half the world is gone um so they really sit in the sadness for a while yeah. before they're like okay now are we can fix this
1: yeah um, totally yeah,
0: you know for me yes very very dense um
1: more know, female characters i think more female action which was really wonderful um I think you really see the world be really built out. I think if you thought the world was being built out in phase two, this, they definitely blow it out in phase three.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, with the Avengers movies, of course you have so many of the, the characters are coming together. Um, But even in the earlier movies, like Captain America, you have, uh, you know, if they call it Avengers 2.5 uh, because in between Affinity war and Ultron it's kind of its own mini Avengers assemble movie even though they're mm-hmm. fighting each other um in Thor Ragnarok you have kind of a mini team in there with um, Loki and uh you know Hulk and uh Valkyrie kind of do- teaming up with Thor um so yeah it's definitely all the phases the phase where a lot of things begin to collide a lot of things are people-
1: and I think I like that too because I I don't think you probably I'm sure there were a few crossover TV series and episodes, but I think this is probably and you can obviously tell me if I'm wrong. Like this is where you get a movie franchise that are cross doing cross. What is it, crossover stuff? Yeah. The yeah. That was really fun.
0: Cro- yeah. Crossovers, team ups and, you know, and then definitely sets it up. So that becomes a expectation down the line with in phase four as it expands into television shows um, and, you know, mo- and more movies. Um, so, yeah, you know, for me, like I said, the team up movies tend to be my favorites. So, you know, Captain America, Thor Ragnarok, obviously Infinity War and Avengers game. Um, on, like, You have to pick one. If I had to pick one, man, Oh, okay. If I were to pick one for like the movie overall, I would probably say, hmm, "That's hard." I would probably say, "I can't pick one." <laughs> okay, okay. Cause
1: I, I was gonna add. I'll pick I'll, was... pick. I'll pick.
0: I'll pick three. I'll pick three. Okay. I'll pick. Oh, that's actually hard too. I'll pick four. <laughs> I'll pick four. <laughs> I'll pick End Game. Uh. Uh-huh. I'll. I'll pick, I'll pick civil war and I'll pick infinity war. And then I'll right under that. I'll have like Thor and black Panther. And the thing was, is like, Oh, when I was trying to Bye. go, I was trying to go through them and be like, what would my, be my favorite? And I was just like, dang, I can't, I can't. I, I, there, the thing is, is there's pieces of the, each of the movies that I'm just like, Oh, this that scene is so memorable. And what if I can come you back to it.
1: On a space rock somewhere. Ala, uh-huh. Gamora, and Tony. And you have to watch one and only one.
0: One and only one. One and only one. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? It, it it's surprising me just thinking of this, but I would probably say Civil War. Captain America Civil War. Even though they're fighting each other. It's because they're, they're fighting each other. Well, I know I think it's because of the move of the movies that are all the team ups and have the collections of characters, they mm. actually there's the, the development of each individual character mm. is a little bit more fleshed out in that one movie because mm. they're digging deep into like what their motivations are in the fight versus infinity war and Endgame, game when everybody's just like we know we're all against thanos that's the the whole point is uh-huh. we need to um you know fight thanos um so i think that's that's why um what about you what about you favorite of phase three
1: Okay, I'm looking at it. And Guardians of the Galaxy had Sperm Dad. Yes, yeah, Spider-Man man. Home- <laughs> was the intro. Thor Ragnarok was with um Jeff. What's his name? Goldblum. Jeff right? Goldblum. Yep. Black Panther Avengers. <laughs> Which one
0: do you remember the most? Maybe that's the one. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know what, Kay? I think I might. And then Endgame was what we were saying should have been. Uh, no, not End- Infinity War was was what we were saying should have been like Thanos' war, right?
0: Yeah, that Thanos' story. And Endgame was the final I battle.
1: I think it might be Endgame or Civil War. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I endgame is a which is crazy because it was
1: like it was like the first first movie that was so far away ago, it feels like, because there was so much we covered. Yeah. But it just it was very, it was a very gritty movie. It was very gritty and it was very dense. And I think it just was great to see. It was a great team up movie and it was great to see again what it looked like when the team turns inwards. And you don't really get to see a lot of movies where the team Turn where there's a movie dedicated to the turn, turning on the team, turning on itself.
0: Right. Oh, you're talking about Civil War.
1: Yeah. Usually, it's like it's a it's a plot point in a movie. It's not the whole movie. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah. And yeah. And and like I said, it allowed for the characters to kind of dig into what their motivations are, what their um you know reasons of being a hero and what they see being a hero is about. Um, and you know, versus they don't really have to reflect on that when they're they're all agreed that there's that bad guy. Yeah. We're all on the same yeah. team. Um, cool, cool. Cool. But I will say, you know, highlights throughout the, this, this phase, um, you know, the introduction of Spider-Man into the MCU, which as a person who's who has seen all the other Spider-Man movies, though, I still have not seen no way home yet. <laughs> <laughs> because i haven't I, i'm not i'm still not going to the theaters um that that introduction i feel like is you know epic and is going to be like if they were to write a book about the spider-man movie franchise that's going to be one of the, like the, mm. the milestones of like and then he actually entered the mcu even though there are two other versions of spider-man in the movies before um and then Thor Ragnarok and just how that completely changed the tone of the Thor character. And all of a sudden he, his story was like a favorite became like a favorite of mine Um, and how I feel like it even uh, launched, you know, Loki's character even more, even though Loki had been there from the beginning. Like I feel like it even turned up even more about how Loki was like a formidable character in the MCU, even though he was technically a villain. Um, Black Panther and Captain Marvel for being introductions into whole new characters mm. for the MCU. I almost said
1: Captain Marvel.
0: Oh, really? hmm
1: It was a good story. It was a really good story. It was a really good unlayering and discovery of who she was. Um, And I don't think we get to see a lot of uh, female heroes' journeys one without a love interest, and yes, just a female love story or hero's journey period. now that I'm reflecting on it,
0: true, true. It has Where, to like usually-
1: something gets thrusted upon, and she she has to deal with it. It's usually very that's very much a male centric story,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and you know, and just the fact that, like she was her power about a woman, you know, both of Black Panther, I think Captain Marvel touched on like very timely and specific issues when it comes to like, you know, stories that the MCU had not focused on female stories, African-American stories, and how that, that brings with it a specific struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, a woman coming into her power, um, you know, the plight of African-Americans and, and what they had to deal with in terms of, you know, you know, being, being in the world and the history, their history, Um, so, so those are highlights for me. Um, and then, you know, of course, end game, I have watched that final battle scene over and over so many times, um, and have just, you know, just, I will just put that, I will put that battle scene on when I, when I was exercising, (laughs) when I was exercising, uh, consistently, um, back before pandemic started and my gym was open. Um, I would put that final scene on when I would be on the elliptical. And then it was like, it it made me feel like I was actually like in the battle. <laughs> I know.
1: love that kid. That's so fun. You know,
0: it, I mean, it was just very, um, you know, motivating to be like, yeah. you, know, you, you see all these Avengers running it's at
1: very the bad epic. guys. It's- I'm like surprised mo- more people don't. I'm talking not about, like, da- like club music. I'm talking more, like, people who do dance stuff. I'm surprised people don't, like, you know, TikTokers and stuff don't dance to that music because it's mm. so, like, epic, you know? You'd think it would be something to dance to, to choreograph dance to.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe, like, a modern contemporary piece. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
1: don't see many, like, TikTok,
0: like... Like this you know, this true. type. Of I thing. don't know like,
1: anything about TikTok either. <laughs> yeah, I just
0: see, I just see people post. I, honestly, I know TikTok mostly from commercials because more commercials use TikTok in true. in their commercials to be like, "See, we're young and hip, and people we are associated with them. They know about yeah. our stuff." Um. So yeah, see, so yeah, and then I guess over this whole journey, over all of phase three. the first two phases and just this what they call the infinity saga um, because it has to do with the infinity stones and like the journey of bringing thanos and his um his battle to the avengers What, what what are your thoughts what are your feelings do you feel like you know i've been through all this and i feel i feel I feel more in touch with you know pop culture, or
1: I feel like this was a waste I of really time. I really do. I know. <laughs> I really do. I really appreciated and the journey uh, you've taken me on thus far. Because now I feel like I'm hip with it, and I <laughs> get what's happening. And now when I see multiple billboards for multiple Marvel stories, I understand why. And it's not like wait, what is happening? And why am I on the outside of things? Um, And it's, it's great in terms of just appreciating, I feel like a Marvel movie is its own genre of filmmaking. And um, I'm pretty sure someone out there is going to drag me for calling it filmmaking. (laughs) Some aficionado. Um, But it is, it's its own genre. And I really appreciate it. Because there is like, humor. There is heart. It is epic. I think I go back a lot to what Donzel was saying about like these being our modern day Greek stories, so to speak, of like Mm -hmm. Zeus and Hercules. And I think that's what they are for a lot of young children growing up.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. And, you know, it's its own. I I feel like it's introduced the idea of like universes to the mainstream of just like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not. Like I've always said, I didn't read comic books. I've only been introduced to them through film and TV, but now I'm more familiar with the idea of, like, there's these whole universes full of characters who I can jump, you know, refer back to um, and find stories that some of them appeal to me, some of them don't, but overall, anybody else who is familiar with them, we have that connection. It's almost like its own type of you know, uh, yeah, it's a language, yeah, it's on its own history, it's its own, you know, uh, culture, it's on, its own little like community, um, you know, om- almost I wouldn't say religion, but like, you know, would you go
1: to like a comic con for something like this?
0: Yeah, be gone. I have not gone to a con ever. Um, one of my goals was to actually go to a comic con when I was uh, actually working on a project of some sort perhaps as a writer on a tv show that would um, you know had yep. a panel at comic-con um so yeah so but that is a goal to eventually go um and you know check out the community and how you know on all the other kind of like art that it inspires and see what it looks like to have them all come together because you know people will dress up as their favorite characters and stuff like that um so, yeah, so I definitely would want to be part of that experience when things, um, you know, once they become, you know, safe and, and mm. uh, all, you know, that culture kind of comes back in a safe and uh, a good safe way. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. And I guess I, my other question for you is, um, were there any specific characters or stories that you are like, you definitely want you you feel you felt like a close kinship too. Um, and then like down the line, you're like, I hope they dive more into their story. Oh,
1: like something they have yet to explore. Yeah. Yet?
0: Since there have been so many characters.
1: Yeah. I mean off rip, I think I would like, I think we talked about this a little bit. I think I would like more Gamora. Mm-hmm. Um this is so silly, but I think I could watch a whole show about uh, the Rock character that Taika Waititi Uh, Oh, Korg. Yeah, yeah. Korg. Um, Oh, I would love definitely, I mean, they tease it a lot. uh, Star-Lord and Thor's thing, adventure, out adventure. I'd love to see that. Um, Isn't Wong getting his own spin-off series? Or are they just clamoring for that on the twitterverse i
0: yeah i think that was something that was kind of like fan of uh, fans wanted and favorite yeah, yeah i yeah, would
1: 100 yeah. be down for wong having um his own storyline i just saw him in what we do in the shadows he like had his own guest star and it oh, was okay. really really delightful to see him there pop up um what else black panther's coming up I think I would like just to see And again, I think we talked about this. Guardians being one of my favorite universes, just to see more in that realm because of that, the, that comedy. Oh, and just to see Groot grow up. We haven't seen Groot um, grow up yet, right? He's still a teenager.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was less a teen still. So yeah. yeah. What does Groot, adult group 2.0 work? Or maybe uh-huh. he's a Groot the college years.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, man. And then of course, Paul Red. I mean, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. listing everyone, but you know, Paul Redd is Bay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want, yeah, I uh, and I would say Gamora if she hadn't been sacrificed.
0: Well, you know now you, they had the whole timeline crossed. so oh, technically she's still around. A version of her is still around. Oh
1: yes, this is right. This is true. This is true.
0: And because they have they have started delving into the ideas of the multiverse.
1: And expanding
0: on, um, you know, what that what that allows in terms of like characters who are gone coming back and and seeing versions of them um, in different times um, and stories. Um, You know, there's there's definitely there's definitely always potential to see people, you know, characters that you that may not have uh, that may have gone away to always come back. What do you know? Is always kind of like the the yeah. double edged sword of just like, oh, I'm so invested in this character. And and now they're they died. And so I feel like, you know, I have closure on that character. And then they're like, but we brought him back. And it's like, oh, okay, do I want to reinvest in him? Yeah. Um,
1: um, what about you, Kay? Are there here's what I really want to know, because I know you know all the major ones, just you as a fan yourself, are there any side characters you'd love to see?
0: Oh, sure. Sure. I mean, I feel like Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie is, I would love to see so much more of her and like even delving into her backstory of how she became a Valkyrie and, and the story of how she, um, you know, went from, they kind of allude to it, but like, you know, she was Valkyrie soldier, you know, female soldier for the the, the throne and then how she got to Sakaar and kind of became jaded and alcoholic and all that stuff. Um, oh and man, they're
1: missing out. Like now that I think about like, she should have her own spinoff TV series. Yeah.
0: There's so much potential um, with, in all of these movies. Um, I mean, already in phase four, they've been diving into that with Loki, WandaVision, and WandaVision. Uh, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, um, Hawkeye. Um
1: and then I think they're snoozing on her. They're a hundred percent snoozing on her. That just sounds so like it's like our modern, I grew up watching Xena. It's like oh, our yeah. modern day, like updated, edgy Xena. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, definitely that, you know, woman warrior uh archetype. You know, yeah. bring that back, you know, and and now have it represented by a woman of color, you know um i i think that there's great potential there um i you know let's see let's see a lot of the black panther there's gonna be a lot of i think in black panther 2 exploration of those supporting characters um so I, i mean i'm looking forward to that um and and in terms of you know um you know, I'm. I'm actually familiar with what's happened in phase. A lot of what's happened in phase four. So I know that there it there are characters that have occurred that I'm just like I'm. Mm-hmm. I know they have started delving into them. So mm-hmm. I think of the ones that they haven't ex- explored that much yet. I will say um, Valkyrie is one that I think yeah, a lot of potential I agree. for. Um. So yeah. And uh. Well, I think I think that is a a good place to leave our Marvel portion of our Mm -hmm. podcast. Um, So let's go ahead and transition into our stretch and share. Um, Let's go ahead and do just do some next stuff because
1: I need that. And do you have a a share, Quincy? Uh, I do have a share. I have moved from K-Town to (laughs) K-Town. Okay. Yeah, you did move. Um and um I have learned about myself that I hate to pack but I <laughs> love love is too strong of a word. I prefer to unpack
0: Yes, unpacking is usually a lot more preferable I feel like too like when you're unpacking especially in your new place you feel like the ability to kind of like okay now let's set up our my new life and how I'm gonna operate and you have like all these, you know uh all this potential for like how am i gonna live my new life in this new Uh space and set it up um
1: you know know how you did it because like you moved what twice in like one year one time three
0: three times in within like nine months yeah Um, i don't know how you did it because yeah i i was in a situation where i moved into an apartment and then the apartment uh so i we moved into that apartment and then that apartment was next to a building that when I asked the manager while we were looking at it, do we have to worry about noise from them? And he was like, no, it's actually abandoned and they haven't the city's supposed to abolish demolish it, but they haven't gone around to it. So you don't have to worry about anything. And then a week after we moved in, the <laughs> bulldozer showed <laughs> up to demolish do. the building and they started building a four story condo and it was horrible living yeah. next to a construction site. I remember,
1: I feel like you just didn't sleep those like six months you were there. I feel no. like every time I saw you, you were like, hello. I was I so, dead,
0: yeah, so tired and so miserable. Um, and cause we couldn't sleep cause they would work 8 AM to like 5 PM. And, you know, so construction sounds all day. And I was working from home at the time. So it's not like I could go to my, go in office and like escape it. Um, and then I remember, um, I, my birthday was on a Saturday and we had gone to Disneyland that day. And one of the things I was looking forward so much was to go home. We, we went to the day when we went to, uh, Disneyland the day before, and I was going to go, I, I was so happy to go home that night because I knew the next day I was going to be able to sleep in because I was so tired from the day. And I was like, "Tomorrow's Saturday, there's not going to be construction. I'm going to be able to sleep in. And then that was the first Saturday they started doing construction. (laughs) So that from that point on, they were doing construction six days a week. And the only day we didn't have construction noise was on on Sundays. So, so I ended up moving out of that apartment. uh, And so that that's how I ended up moving into three different moving three times in like a nine month period or I guess that's technically twice. No moving into the first one.
1: Yep. Moving Moving out, out, moving. moving. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean moving out and moving in are kind of like the same thing. But it felt like a lot. It felt like three times. Um so that was yeah that was a little follow uh follow-up piggyback on your share. But my share a separate share is I've been watching Olympics and I just want to say that Nathan Chen and Chloe Kim both won gold medals in their events. And it was really awesome to watch them, you know, people perform at the top of their game, especially since I had seen Nathan Chen, um, back in the 2018 Olympics. And I remember that being such a huge buildup for him. And he kind of had this moment where he, all these expectations got too much for him. Um, and so he had a lot, he was had came back this year with so much to, to like prove and kind of like redeem himself and he totally did um and then also chloe kim um was great to see because you know she's always it's it's really interesting to see like people form at the top of the game their game and just see how they approach the mindset they they use to approach and how how
1: what did you get that is huh what did you get from it what was the mindset that you kind of just like you know
0: you're competing with yourself mainly you know it's all about Hasn't always
1: been that way.
0: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you think you you get kind of sidetracked and distracted, and like you know, I have to. You look outside of yourself, and you're just like, so and so is doing this, so and so is doing that. I need to be here, like, and or there, like these people. But you're just like, no, really, it's just you overcoming your own things, and then you'll get to yeah.
1: Which you know, I was saying, like, don't worry about others and it's like yeah don't worry but like study from them
0: yeah yeah and and how don't basically mindset and how you approach things mentally can be a a huge is a is a huge factor in whatever you're looking to accomplish yeah
1: yeah so yeah that's a great takeaway
0: Now I just need to
1: apply it apply it, and remember that. Be it. Yeah. Be about it. Do it. I mean, it takes time. It takes time and practice.
0: Yeah. Practice and, you know, and dealing with the feelings surrounding doing that, doing things differently. I feel like.
1: Sometimes I tell myself that. Uh, One of the things that gives me a lot of great solace, uh, moving has uprooted all this. So I have not. But January was a great productive month for me. And one of the things that gave me solace is writing, um, and that helped me propel the productivity was just, uh, there's nothing I can't achieve with pra- without, with practice. Am I saying that right? Pretty much you can achieve anything with practice. It's just, you know, it's your 10,000 hours, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like if you, for example, can't dance, just keep dancing until you can dance.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. If you keep doing it it soon becomes natural, you know? Yeah. Um, so that brings us to the end of our stretch and share. Um, let's go ahead and dive into our makeup portion. Makeup. Which, since we are, um, we're going to have a bit of a full circle moment since we've reached the end of phase three. And I'm going to apply foundation, um, on my face. Cause that was the first thing that I learned to do, um, when we started the podcast. And while I'm doing it, Quincy is going to, Offer her commentary, but also talk about the other things we've learned yeah. while we've wow. so um, just gone recap. through the Infinity Saga.
1: While Kay begins prepping herself, some of the stuff that we looked at this phase was the looks, the many looks of Natasha Romanoff. We looked at sunscreen, water, sunburn remedies, contouring, and glitter, sparkles, and shimmer eyeshadows, Fenty liners, magnetic lashes, skincare such as toners exfoliating and eye cream serums and sunscreen and protection again, drag makeup, graphic eyeliner and that was it and I feel like this phase was kind of we got to dip our toes into the more y, the more makeup makeup portion of makeup. If that makes sense, Kay. I feel like it was the what you know what I mean, like where you're like, why does this not look like makeup?
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of um, like trying more obvious
1: makeup looking makeup.
0: Yeah, and trying to train my eye to be like seeing the difference between we're creating a natural look that you know makes makes you look like you don't have makeup on. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it's so insane like when you say it like that okay <laughs> but it's like that is really what makeup is supposed to do yeah well and and generally you, speaking for every day every day wear
0: right right versus like you said diving into like the makeup be more stuff of like let's let's put a bold lip on let's see what it looks like to you know play with with um your eye what you want to do with your eyes, you know, mm-hmm. like we're literally drawing pictures on mm-hmm. our faces and with the graphic eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say, even though you're the one who is the, the one teaching me about makeup, was there anything you learned about makeup in
1: this journey that surprised I did. you Or surprised? Um, it has been a change things. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it has been like, you know, it was nice to brush up, (laughs) brush up on um, eyeshadow technique. So that was really fun to like relearn that with you, actually. Um, It's been really great to see, also just to like not take for granted what I know, right? Because like part of the initial journey was like conveying what I did in a way, and we all did this over Zoom. Let's not forget, I taught Kay how to do makeup over zoom not in True. person which is amazing and I think you picked up a lot and it's it's been great just to see you grow and be more confident with like your choices and what you're doing and how you're applying things um so it was really great to uh, touch up on basics um it was also great to what else did we do we've covered so much Oh, just like learn about other products in my research for when we were talking about certain things. And like when I would give you recommendations, um, that was really great. It was really great to have just different guests come in and share their process and like compare and contrast. And I think the other thing was learning. Yeah. The one of
0: the things that surprised me was when someone could come on and they would be like, you know, I actually don't wear that much makeup. (laughs) (laughs) or like i at first i would be like "Uh oh but then the thing is they would talk about what they did put on and and everyone has their own little regime regime of what they do and don't do but it, it it's always not to and when they think about it or in their perspective it's not that much because again they're just looking for a natural look that makes them you know that just kind of you know puts them looks them a little more put together and evens out their skin mm-hmm. before they go out you mm-hmm. know into public or yeah. on a zoom or something yeah
1: and that was the other thing too was like essentially initially when we were talking there was like a lot of hesitancy from me about doing it right yeah and like making it be a certain way and it was just figuring out what giving you enough like of like baseline tools so that you you could figure out what works best for you and your skin
0: yeah yeah was there anything that you that you learned or picked up that you were like that you added to your your regime or kind of changed? I think the it regime? was the, I
1: think it was more of like the eyeshadow technique actually that was really like oh this is how especially when I was like oh this is how you can transfer this to drag when you're doing big bold colors the the, the three shade neutral thing that I sh- mm. showed you for the eyeshadow was really enlightening um, I think, you know, looking at different primers, cause I know we were looking at different primers to help with your skin was really eye opening as well on oh, le- learning, like, you know, Nick's, you know, I'd use them, but like in my research, learning like Nick's and elf are good products to go to for certain things was really helpful. And they are affordable. Uh, I think vegan and animal vegan and animal free, cruel animal cruelty, free products too. So that was really great um any highlights in terms of like oh, i know and for me like some techniques like you know some techniques i taught you were things i picked up in my research like how to apply the mascara and i i, I eyelash the false eyelashes coming in from here so you're not stretching your face like this
0: i i want to point out i'm putting on concealer right now in just a couple mm-hmm. spots mm-hmm. and uh, the amount i'm using is very small <laughs>
1: Yeah. Which is
0: the first time when I use concealer, it literally uh, Covered made your covers your eyes, yeah. pop out of her head because she was like, Whoa, <laughs> you use too much. That's and, great, Kate. And now I know yourself? to use just a little bit and just blend it in with the same brush uh that I use for my foundation.
1: Nice.
0: And I feel like I've just been like not as um. I not not as um uh delicate I I guess not well del- still delicate precious. but yeah not as precious or or delicate about like am I doing this right I'm just putting it like for the foundation I literally was just like meh, I almost wiped it on like it was lotion mm-hmm. and then I used the brush to kind of spread it around Nice um and I'm not I'm not really like you know studying myself a ton and being like is this yeah. right? Is this, did I cover everything? I'm more looking at it as like a whole thing. Like, yeah. so if you were to go back earlier in this video and see kind of like how the unevenness of my skin
1: it feels, it looks like you're just, it's just natural for you
0: now that I've put it on yeah. and I didn't really focus on it that much. I was literally talking to you while I was doing it. You're a proud. Okay. I was able I would to say, you know, what
1: might help you with the even more with like just buffing up the foundation is mm-hmm. if you use a just a bigger brush oh a bigger brush okay yeah yeah, yeah like use that small. for your yeah use that for concealer because i know you're having to go over and over again on the same places okay if you get if you get a, a, a bigger brush you'll be able to cover more distance cool cool yeah
0: yeah um but i feel like that's how i did it this is yeah i would probably this once i was done I would say I would say I would consider this a done foundation step, and then start putting on the other stuff like the blush yeah. or the eyeshadow or the lip. Um, would you have
1: thought uh, fifty movies ago, fifty-ish <laughs> movies ago, that you'd be able to <laughs> we apply... didn't watch fifty movies? <laughs> Isn't fifty <laughs> because It's only twenty. It's only twenty-three. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm talking including phase one and two.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's only 23 total. Total? Yeah. Phase one and three. Yeah, phase one through three is only twenty-three movies.
1: Oh no, you're right. It's it's six plus six plus like twelve ish, right? Yeah, six
0: plus six plus twelve. Yeah, I
1: put twenty-three plus six plus it's because when I
0: numbered in our list, I kept numbering them from the beginning. Okay.
1: So then 25-ish movies ago, would you have believed if I said, okay, by the end of phase one, two, and three, you will be able to apply foundation while talking?
0: I would say no. I would be like, no, I would stop. I'll be still staring intensely at my face, being like, am I doing this right? Did I cover everything? Am I, uh, I would be, I feel like I would just still think I would still be questioning all of like how I was doing it. But mm-hmm. I'm, I am, I, I am wrong more confident I am definitely confident in putting my foundation on and 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 the other kind of basic stuff the blush and the and the lipstick and the stuff but you know yeah foundation and your, foundation has
1: and your foundation. Makeup pudding, ta-da. has your uh ta-da! has your uh makeup putting up application time cut in half and oh yeah remember it was like an hour and a half or something you said where you're like ah
0: yeah, de- definitely, definitely. Especially when I keep it basic, when it's just like the blush and just like the lipstick and like, and a little bit of eyeshadow. Eyeliner, eyeliner still trips me up a lot. I will say, um, I don't do it. That's why I don't do it that much. <laughs> Cause I'm like, okay, let's try eyeliner. And then I, next thing I know, I'm just like, ah, it's an hour later and I'm still working on the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, with the basic uh, foundation, blush, lipstick, eyeshadow especially if I'm only using one color um I feel like I've been able to bring put that together pretty quickly and have the confidence where I'm not like studying it and like yeah. double guessing what I'm doing yeah um so yeah so definitely have it's been a saga for me as well yeah. um, so a complete
1: waste of time or like has your relationship with makeup changed yes definitely
0: changed I c- not com- waste of time at all totally valuable. And I am, in a com- I am in a very different place than I was in my relationship with makeup than I was before. I even have started looking up at, you know, looking up YouTube makeup tutorials. There's this one that Vogue act- actually releases that's like celebrities go through their makeup routine. Oh, that's cool. And I, and it's still a lot. <laughs> I will still say, well, one opinion I have changed is like, you, you have, there's a lot of things you can put on your face. There's a lot of things you can put on your face. I remember I watched one. I think you predicted that
1: in episode one where you were like, "Winsy, how many things are on your face? I was like eight things. And you're like eight things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eight things is nothing. And you're like eight things. That's, that's a lot of things.
0: I, and I, there's one of those Vogue things I watched. It was like Gemma Chan's episode. And she, the thing was, it's like, she had like 20 things I I want I, I want to say like maybe I may be, be over exaggerating but I don't think so. It was like twenty things that she put on her face, but like it was just like a little bit, a little bit of even a little thing, a little bit, a little bit of this year, a little bit of this year, and it's very light and delicate throughout the whole thing. Mm. Um, but by the end, you know, by the end, you're just like, okay, Ooh. yeah, there's definitely a difference between you know, the beginning and look in the, look in the end. And it was, it was a very natural look and it was a lot of steps, but it wasn't, as you said, it's not, it's not a lot. It's not, a, you're not putting, <laughs> you know, it's not a lot of stuff put that you're putting on in terms of like the actually, you're not frosting the, a cake. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're not frosting a cake. You're just throwing a sprinkles on one at a time <laughs> yeah yeah and their sprinkles come out of uh, have their own individual boxes in the little containers that you're putting yeah them on.
1: oh send that send that video to me i am with jimma okay. chan as you know and she's yeah. made two special appearances in the mcu yeah um, yeah and this comes back to full circle with what we were talking about in our stretch and share which is just practice
0: yeah just practice just practice get used yeah. to it Get used to, you know, having confidence that you know what you're doing. And then once you're done doing it so many times, you can get the hang of do it. it while you're talking to someone on a podcast. <laughs> um, so I think that brings us to the end of our makeup portion of this episode. And uh, to before we sign off, we do have a bit of news that Quincy is going to share.
1: Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Kay, that's the excited. segue that's the
0: segue, <laughs> that's the segue.
1: i was like oh man the segue is still hard for me <laughs> um Kay and i wanted to share that things are ramping up for the both of us in new exciting ways so she and i will be going on a bit of a hiatus we'll definitely keep you posted about what's happening with marvel and makeup
0: yes but in the meantime if you'd like to reach out to us or find out more about marvel makeup you can follow us on all social media at marvel makeup um, so yeah, so that was the news. Um, or you can email us at, <laughs> at marvel <laughs> makeup at gmail uh, marvel makeup pod at gmail dot com. Please rate and review and subscribe wherever you find your podcast,
1: and please give us five stars so that so that our Asian moms know why we aren't returning their DMs.
0: Yes, and because you know they they're, they subscribe to our personal, they don't subscribe to Marvel Makeup. They you yep. know we return if it was Marvel Makeup because that's the one we check. Um, So thanks, everyone. (laughs) Catch you next time on Marvel and Makeup. Marvel Makeup is hosted and produced by Quincy Cho and Kay Khanapu Quincy is an actor-writer based in Los Angeles, California. Kay is a writer-performer for Filipino AF and an alum of the CBS Diversity Sketch Showcase. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at QuincyDinosaur and at Kei Apu. The music for Marvel
1: Makeup was composed by Clarence Yap and our artwork was designed by Patty Lin. You can find them on Instagram at Clarence underscore Yap and at PattiLin.JPEG. See our show notes for even more info.
0: Marvel Makeup is also a member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a network of Asian American hosted podcasts. Please check out our fellow Potluck Pods by going to the website podcastpotluck.com.
1: but we're still here and we're going strong. It's an exciting time in Asian America. There are more movies, TV shows, books and music reflecting us than ever. But
0: all of these represent just a small slice of Asian American culture and experiences. So what do we do? more Slices. Asian Americana is a show that explores these slices of distinctly Asian American culture and history. We've talked about how Chinese Americans built California's Sacramento Delta, the art scene turns gallery institution giant robot, a play that explores the lost Cambodian pop music of the 60s and 70s, and, of course, FOBA, just
1: to name a few stories. You can find Asian Americana at AsianAmericana.com or on your podcast app.
0: we
1: so what do you think, foundation? Your foundation looks fantabulous. I just loved how effortless effortless it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was surprised, honestly. I was just yeah. like, I'm not even paying attention. I'm doing it. This is turned yeah. out pretty good.
1: Yeah. Don't be surprised. You've been working very hard on this.
0: I mean, it. I. I mean, I'm working very hard, as in keeping it up consistently, which I think. Yeah. Yeah, Practitive. which I think. You know, it is its own hard. Yeah. Yeah.